0: When you think of cities suffering from water shortages or children lacking access to clean water, you don't usually think of the United States, especially if you're one of the 40% of Americans who live near the East Coast. However, Americans living in Nevada, California, Arizona, and other surrounding areas cannot say the same as their water reservoirs are the lowest they've ever been. That's right. Americans are losing water faster than ever before. This is Green Me. Lake Mead in Nevada has lost 25 trillion liters of water, enough to supply 50 million U.S. households for a whole year. Lake Mead gets its water from snowmelt in the Rocky Mountains. With global warming melting more than 25% of the snowpack on the Rockies, there's a shockingly large decrease in the water levels of Lake Mead. Arizona will suffer an 18% reduction in its water supply and Nevada will lose 7%. Climate change is ought to make this drought even more frequent and severe. While the Rocky Mountains supplies almost all of Western America, there is one other ice cap that makes these mountains seem minuscule. I'm not talking about the glaciers in Greenland, there are other glaciers much closer to where millions or billions of people live and depend on ice caps. The Himalayas, spanning from Afghanistan to Bangladesh and crossing through China, Nepal, Pakistan and India, provide for 1.9 billion people, 240 million of which depend on these glaciers directly for drinking water. But what happens when these glaciers begin to melt? Let's zoom in on the bustling city of Karachi, the most populated in Pakistan. Their water system comes from the Indus River, stretching 2,000 miles from the mountains of Nepal all the way to Karachi on the coastlines of the Arabian Sea. Coupled with extreme temperatures and a lack of water, hundreds have perished due to dehydration, or simply from the heat. That's right, with temperatures reaching 45 degrees Celsius, or 113 degrees Fahrenheit, heat stroke has devastated the urban hospitals of Karachi. And with extreme heat comes an increase in water demand and water consumption. Over a billion gallons of water are needed each day to supply citizens, but the city is only able to provide about half of this necessary amount. The water lines of Karachi are so damaged due to evaporation and leaks that civilians have to step up themselves to provide households with water. Bandages are wrapped around broken lines, and motors are attached to pump water when the pipelines can't do it themselves. It can take six to eight hours to fill one household, leaving civilians to step out of their own homes as late as two in the morning, So their days aren't disturbed with this time-consuming task of getting water. In fact, water has gotten so scarce that a black market has erupted, an advanced network of people working with local government officials to steal water supplies from neighborhoods and sell it to those who can pay high prices, aka industries. Call it a water cartel. Wells are being drilled into the ground intercepting water supply lines away from neighborhoods and bringing them to a tank for exchange. The national government has had to step in to raid these illegal water tanks. This constant game of cat and mouse is bound to worsen with the threat of climate change and the melting of the biggest collection of ice sheets outside the polar region. 36% of these Himalayan ice caps are estimated to melt by the year 2100. Since 1988, The snow line, or the borderline between snowy and non-snowy parts of northern Pakistan, has receded by one kilometer, a length that was not expected to melt away for at least another 1,000 years. But it happened in about 30. Future generations may never see ice in South Asia given the current melting rates. Now, Karachi is almost 1,000 miles south of the ends of the Himalayas, And yet, it has been hit hard by rapid ice melt up north. But how are cities in the mountains themselves handling this issue? The millions of people living in northern Pakistan reside just beneath the ice caps that are rapidly melting as we speak. As this ice melts, water dumps into nearby rivers and pushes these waterways into overdrive. Or, should I say, overflow. The villages and towns here are under the constant threat of disastrous floods as water is constantly rushing down these mountains, wiping out residential, agricultural, and industrial lands. This nation is clearly one of the most vulnerable to the effects of climate change. Pakistan only contributes to less than 1% of global greenhouse gas emissions, and yet it is left carrying an almost unmanageable burden of handling pollution, drought, heat waves, and now a water crisis. The government has taken some steps to tackle climate change, such as with the popular 10 billion tree tsunami, a project started in 2014 in which the government planned to plant 1 billion trees, a goal that was reached earlier this year. The project has now expanded to include a new goal of 10 billion trees by 2023, with hopes to increase forest cover, rainfall, and prevent flooding. It's really a shame that a developing country dealing with so many consequences of climate change is also leading one of the world's biggest ecosystem restoration projects. But it's still a proud moment for Pakistanis across the globe. And yet, there is still so much work to be done. I hope you've learned something new. Thanks for listening in on this episode of Green Me.